What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we're jumping right back into our recaps. We will discuss the Tampa Bay Rays today. So on the surface, the Rays appear to have failed in 2021. I mean, a lot of old school baseball minds have you know, kind of been pumping the fists and making sure they let the world know that nerds don't win baseball games. They're pointing to the Rays being like, you know, this is what happens when you try to use sabermetrics too much and things like that. But, I mean, let's let's be honest. The Rays still had a good season. This doesn't detract. Yes, they lost a best-of-five series to the Red Sox, but that doesn't detract from the fact that what they accomplished during a season was pretty awesome. I mean, they won 100 games in 2021, despite having the fifth-lowest payroll in all of baseball. And... You know, some people say the Rays operate almost like a professional collegiate program. You know, it's a team that has a lot of moving parts and a lot of year-to-year turnover, but they're still good each year. And the 2021 season was a massive success for the Rays for a multitude of reasons. Number one, and this has been something that has been apparent for a few years, but their young core, they have a, they have a young core and it's all under control. They're all the best players are young players, and they're going to be there for a long time, at least on affordable contracts, because that's always the Rays' number one priority. It's having players on affordable contracts, but we're talking about Wander Franco, Shane Boz, Shane McClanahan, Luis Patino, Randy Rosarena, Brandon Lau, Austin Meadows. All these guys are 27 or younger, some of them much younger. On top of that, all those guys are under team control through 2024 at the earliest. And all these guys have been to the World Series once, and the playoff, well, most of them, and the playoffs each the past three seasons, you know, it's it's just the beginning of the championship window. This is just the beginning of Tampa Bay's championship window. So they have that going from them. And then number two, they still have some of the sharp, the Rays still have some of the sharpest minds in the game. There's a reason teams from across baseball are taking former Rays front office members. I mean, look at it. The Red Sox chief baseball operations, or the one called chairman of baseball operations, is Heim Bloom. He's a former Rays employee. The Astros general manager, James Click, he was with the Astros. Dodgers GM, Andrew Friedman, he came from the Astros. There's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. And all these, all these teams I just mentioned were all deep in the playoffs. And it's very important to note that even though all these guys have been poached from Tampa Bay, the Rays continue to win. So that just goes to show that they have a system in place that it doesn't really matter who is in the building. They can continue to use their philosophy, use their strategies. Whatever analytics they have in place are definitely working. Uh, and they can adapt and overcome. So that's 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 what they have going for them. And just generally, the game of baseball is becoming more analytical by the day. Following the previous point, the Teams, there are teams trying to emulate the Rays, but the only difference is that these teams are trying to do what the Rays do, but with money. Whenever somebody cracks a code on how to sustain success, other teams are going to try to copycat it. They're going to try to mimic that. But is this all because of Tampa Bay? Not necessarily, but there's a reason they're good at what they're doing, and there's a reason other teams are trying to catch up. So imitation is the most sincere form of flattery, is what they say. That's what ha- what's happening in Tampa Bay. So, and then last but not least, they have a budding superstar. I, I think this is 
one of the most important things. They have a budding superstar. When you talk about talent on the field, that's Wander Franco. Wander Franco is going to be an MVP candidate very soon. He's still only been around for a very considerable, a considerably small sample size, but I mean, he's on the cusp of superstardom at the age of 20, or I don't know if he's 21 yet, but he started rather slowly. Only a 76 weight runs created plus in his first 103 plate appearances, but then he hit the ground running from there. Following that, in the next 205 plate appearances, he slashed 323 with 385 on base, 516, and a 152 weight runs created plus. And then in his postseason, he was really good at 216 weight runs created plus in 19 plate appearances. So Wander Franco has really just only began to learn the MLB game. And he's already caught on pretty quickly. So don't be surprised if he's the best player in the American League East in the next couple seasons. And that's saying a lot. That's saying a lot. We have Vlad there. But Wander Franco is every bit as good as Vlad. I'm saying it right now. You know, I said it about Vlad when he first came up. Yes, he was obviously hyped. It's not like I was, I was making a hot take or anything. But people would try to give up on Vlad after, you know, some, some subpar outings there and not necessarily living up to expectations his first year or two. And I was like, you have to give this kid time. And now we see what happens. Wander Franco has already been good at this stage, but I'm telling you, he has multiple more levels to climb and he's going to be in that elite tier of players very soon. Just watch. I don't think anyone's doubting me, but I just want to reiterate that. But if we talk about the 2021 season, let's, we'll give some award winners to the Rays. Their best player overall I would say the best player overall in the year was Brandon Lau. So he kind of left a bad taste in Rays fans' mouths at the end of the year. Had a really rough ALDS against the Red Sox. He didn't have a single hit, struck out nine times in 18 play appearances. But they would not have made it where they did if not for his contributions all season. Brandon Lau led the team in Fangraphs War, Ray Rush created a plus, home runs. He had 39 home runs, by the way. And then he was second to Austin Meadows in RBIs. Phenomenal season for Brandon Lau. I mean, it was just overshadowed by a, a really rough postseason, but he was the Rays' best player from start to finish, and really, he, he really deserves to be recognized for that. Their best pitcher was Shane McClanahan, the young, hard-throwing lefty. He threw 123 innings for Tampa Bay, and he was pretty darn good. I mean, this is someone throwing 97 from the left side. He's going to have a long career of being productive, and the Rays have him for the ne next half decade. Lots to be excited for with this young man and many more good seasons to come absolutely for comeback player of the year it's going to be austin meadows so he wasn't at the same level he was in 2019 back then but this season was a nice bounce back for him i mean in 2020 he posted just 88 weighted runs created plus and he did have covid which derailed him a lot but he rebounded in 2021, had a 113 weighted runs created plus with 27 homers and a team leading 106 runs batted in. So he's definitely a big part of this Rays young core moving forward. And to have him right, that's going to be really crucial for their success. But obviously he indicated that he's going to be just fine. But what's next for the Tampa Bay Rays in 2022 and beyond? I mean, like I said, they're ready to compete for the next half decade with that young core. At this point, it's all about building around that group of players. So I don't even think they need to dig, dig deeper into their pockets and lure a free agent away. They just need to keep doing what they're doing and see through the development of 
the guys they already have. Continue to develop even younger guys like Luis Patino, for example, who's still going to be really good. You know, Shane Boz, who's still going to be really good. But they're going to find ways to win ball games no matter what. And the only remaining test for Tampa Bay is to win it all. It's to win the World Series. They've been there. They need to get back there and take the crown. But they have everything in place, and they're well-positioned to do that. So will 2022 be the year? We shall see. But that's where we stand. Rays are going to be just fine. And that's going to do it. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection. Thank you.